right? One of the great American writers, uh, Ernest Hemingway, once said that don't travel with someone you don't love. I just think that bastard had really high standards <laughs> because right now, how do you find somebody to love? Because you can't even find anybody to travel with you anymore. Yeah. It's just so difficult. Um, I don't think there's a better time to talk about travel than right now because that's the one thing that everybody is missing. Okay, let me just put an asterisk there. Apart from the rich people, because I mean, come on, of course. <laughs> um, and uh, I'm holding this book, Bikram. I just told you about that uh, Lonely Planet used to publish. It says 30th anniversary, uh, special edition or some shit like that. I don't think there were many more uh, anniversaries after that. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I just checked out. It was published in September 2011. Okay. Uh, almost sounds like if you remove the 20, if they're like, you know, watches always say September 11. Hmm. Um, and um, I think I spent like 13, 1400 bucks on this thing. And I never even really used it because I think the internet started coming in after September. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think I'm they pretty also much moved to internet. a cheap person. I yeah internet and but there's a there's this amazing thing about carrying this hard copy and like yeah, you know true. feeling it that you know it's something good's gonna happen from there so we're gonna talk about uh five of our favorite not favorite five of the memorable because favorite is completely different and we're not talking about fancy or favorite because fancy is like oh i went to amsterdam so awesome i was looking <laughs> at people smoking and eating brownies in the cafes it was so amazing look at my pictures i look so super gay except i'm not that's worse. <laughs> Um, so we talk about the me memories that we had, the most memorable ones. Uh, and it was very difficult for me to figure out which five I had to choose. Mm -hmm. Frankly, I was fairly sure about a couple of them. But after that, it's just very difficult to say like this one is different and there's some memories attached to everything. In fact, I've just in my mind, I've only finalized four and I have fifth in my mind anyway. Mm -hmm. Unless during the podcast, I feel like something else I want to talk about. Okay, But... Uh, I will just start here um, right now. I think the one of the uh, I'll not start chronologically. So I'll just go to um, 2009 Goa, mm. and uh, that's uh, in December towards the very end when so the, the peak peak time when people love that stuff uh, at that time. Mm. Uh, I traveled with two of my very close friends. One of them very close. Somebody I definitely was very close. Um, and that definitely made it really amazing. It was, uh, and those guys were very young. I was already in my late 20s, uh, but they were, I think they were 21. Um, okay. And uh, we were there for almost eight days and we pretty much, I think we just left before we ended up reached after Christmas or something, whatever happened. But it was just one of those trips that it was just, uh, when you travel with, as Hummingway was saying, that you travel with people you really love. Mm -hmm. And that was the case. But just because you travel with people you love, it doesn't always turn out to be good. Sometimes you can travel with complete strangers or people you don't know. That can also turn out amazing. Mm -hmm. But few of the things that I felt was just uh, completely different because I'm not a very, for example, I'm not a very nightclub person. Because uh, when I was young, as you know, that I used to live in Melbourne, so you can party and chill. Mm -hmm. But I didn't really like nightclubs. That was not my deal. So in those eight days, I think I went to more clubs than I probably went to clubs in Melbourne. I mean, maybe slightly more, but yeah, mm -hmm. we went to, I think we were, one day we would end up going to like two or three clubs because we used to hang out in that Baga Lane, which is uh, just like the most yeah. touristy, crappiest place. But this was like our first time going to Goa and there's beach destination, particularly for those people. And um, so we just ended up like, plus because there's multiple clubs there, we just end uh, randomly just keep going to different club and bars. So I think mm -hmm. at one night we'll end up going to four or five. So which is ridiculous. And um there were some clubs which are like proper clubs where I would actually end up going in slippers and shorts. <laughs> and they were not guess what? And that's something will... So, you know, that was fine. That was okay. perfectly fine. Did you say that's not allowed? No, that was perfectly fine. Mm. It was just that 
we were a lot of time overdressed because there were mm. a lot of people and particularly if you're white then there's like a lot of white people <laughs> just there in their brief in their briefs <laughs> like literally in their briefs dancing they have no footwear they have nothing they're just dancing in there so it was just like that and um, I, I don't know it's like we found this club also I think I don't know if I've talked about it in other podcasts but there was club uh, club Cabana which yeah. is in the mountains which I have never seen something like this mm-hmm. in my life so that's something I found out uh, those eight days just literally melted away I just I, I couldn't realize that it was so many days were passing there was not a single day that we slept before four or five a.m. <laughs> in fact it was a night time and it was like something was happening it was during the day we were like we're not gonna yeah. actually we used to wake up very early like 11 30 or 12 or even earlier than that but it's just when it's night we just like stay up stay up and also that's the day and that's the time I realized that LIIT is two LI two LIITs are too much for me <laughs> for people like I am so I literally I passed out not literally I actually passed out mm-hmm. and I have no idea what happened between 12 till 3 something mm-hmm. and I was just sitting down on the step and I was just like then I finally just woke up and I was like what happened to all that time? He's like, you, you're just sitting here, just puking. I was like, okay, <laughs> fair enough. Sounds sounds about right. Sounds about right. So, uh, but yeah, that was, uh, I, don't, I don't think that I've ever had, It's I'm finding it a bit difficult to explain to people also, like, you know, because a lot of time passes and people move away and all, you know, how we are very, uh, mm. very, very sensitive about women, uh, our women. Mm. So, and in fact, this trip, actually, the person, actually, I'm, I'm not even mentioning, it's not even a woman. Mm. It's actually the a guy who is very close to me. I like somebody I really loved. Mm. So because I was going to use the word I love, and be like, oh, some girl. I was like, yeah, maybe, yes, but not in this time. There was a girl, but that's the girl I loved less. But yeah, that's the guy I loved more. People like more confused now. Oh, he's gay, maybe he's bisexual or something. So it's more complicated. But yeah, for me, I don't think I've ever had a trip like that mm. in my uh, life. That was just a very different one because it's just two people... It was just three friends and I and all were really, really close to each other. So that's something I've never had. Plus also, um, yeah, two boys and a girl. It was just, but it was just like, it was no, there was no gender thing. Mm-hmm. It was just amazing. I have like, I still have like tons of pictures. I think you probably cut that screen off there. Like I still have pictures on that board. Uh, I'm just pointing it to the left. Mm-hmm. So I still have pictures of that like on the, on the wall. I think most of the stuff I'm talking about, I'll have still some picture on the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, They'll be available. Maybe I myself cut it. I'm not sure how much screen comes in from there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that you is my first one. On. Yeah, I can picture. probably send a picture yeah. later on. Oh, like, you know how it is, but like, you know, people like move ah, on. Yeah, so true. a lot of time I'm talking about is like, you don't want to show their pictures. Ah, that's like, true. But people yeah. can still see if you really focus or something. But that's why I'm not taking names and all mm. uh, at this stage. Or maybe I can make the fake names and stuff. <laughs> like, it's easier to say guy's name even if there is like, you know, there's some bad blood, but there's no bad blood. But sometimes it's just like nothing is happening. That's even worse. You'd rather have bad blood. <laughs> Like nothing, it's just gone cold. It's like a relationship gone cold. So that's what happened. So that was my first one without harping too much on it. Mm. And uh, oh yeah, I did mention this one thing and I've mentioned this in before. I don't know which podcast I mentioned, but my friend uh, who was the closest to me, he actually, uh, there was, uh, you know, in Goa was very famous for uh, people lying down topless, but not particularly on the popular beaches, right? It'll yeah, be like, not in Kalangut. Yeah. So, but we found somebody on, on Kalangut, in between Kalangut and Baga, and there was this lady who was uh, lying, obviously white, mm. probably Russian, and uh, she was lying with a you know topless and she had like really nice hooters mm. and uh, we actually took pictures also which is completely should not be possible <laughs> it's illegal but we took it I've actually lost those pictures now unfortunately but uh, my friend just uh, he was much uh, smarter than I am uh, better looking as well and more robust at that time mm. he was like yeah let's go out so he the, you know these people used to carry those ice creams in their hands like mm. with the whole canister uh, the thing that eski or eski is something which we call in uh, Australia but you know whatever the container mm. and uh, 
So yeah. he borrowed the container from the ice cream guy because he was very charming. <laughs> so he asked him, he just gave it to him. So he, it's like a belt kind of thing. You belt, you know, put it around your neck and he just like, you know, it goes in the front, like, you know, like a kangaroo baby or something. Uh-huh. So, yeah, and then he went to that lady and he tried to sell her, sell her the uh, ice cream. Mm. Uh, she did not buy the ice cream. <laughs> he tried to sell it twice. <laughs> in fact, it was like, show, you know how these guys actually take out few samples and show uh, and he was like literally showing her. He's like, what about this? What about this? So he spent around 10 seconds. It was just hilarious. <laughs> that time we didn't have all those fancy camera phones. So I thought uh, we would have made a video for that. That's most of the most but, of yeah. our stories are like that only when we don't have pictures. Uh, yeah, we don't have yeah. pictures. Yeah, that's what happens. <laughs> it's like whenever I, when I'm at night time, I'm just like and driving. I think that's also in 2000 seven or eight and I see this uh, you know unisex salon you know the whole lit up but the uni is gone off and it just says sex salon <laughs> in the middle of Gurgaon and then I'm like whoa and I'm like but we have no phones I'm like that I'm like Nokia yeah. phone I doesn't even have a camera so yeah that's my first story uh, let's uh, let's let you get in here <laughs> so get on on so, this yeah I think I'll go chronologically so uh, yeah. I have a lot of uh, strips and uh, like you I also had hard, had a hard time to pick five of them. So, uh, yeah, I think first one I'll talk about is uh, uh, when I went to Kolkata with my parents for the first time. So, little bit of background. Um, I, am, I am from a middle class family. In fact, uh, during my childhood, I would say that we were from the lower middle class. We were not even the, you know, the proper middle class. And uh, we used to stay in a very small place. Kaurav has been there <laughs> for my wedding. And, yes, uh, it's called Asshole Soul. <laughs> Sounds like Asshole. So, yeah. so that was the first time. And this was in 1999, just before 2000 <laughs> was turning in. So before the Y2K bug. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so this is uh, for the first time I actually went to a big city, right? Uh, Kolkata, many people will think hey, it's not a very big city, but uh, during those days, uh, and I'm talking about like 20 years back, so that time for us who who was living in a smaller city, going to a big city like Kolkata was a big thing. So we went there for uh, for I think for uh, for four to five days, and uh, it was uh, the first thing which struck me. Uh, was the traffic and uh, I always used to joke about this thing uh, even when I grew up and I started living outside that where are these people going <laughs> so many people on the car so many people on the bikes where are these people going and and s- same amount of people are coming from that direction also so I also I always used to make stories okay these these people are going to that place and uh, uh, you know how uh, we always grew up watching television right so there will be like stories about Oh, this 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 person is going to meet his lover. This person is going to <laughs> going to rob the bank. So it was like that. And then the funny thing was during that time there was no Uber, nothing, right? So we used to take and as I said that we were from very a uh, very like humble background. So we used to take uh, hmm. uh, buses to go around the city. And uh, Kolkata actually had a suburban railway uh, system as well. And uh, there was metro as well, which which was very limited that time. I think it's still limited in Kolkata. Mm. And uh, mm. so, so, I mean, it was a very 
enriching experience for me uh we went to all the places uh, big we saw big buildings then uh, went to airport for the first time i for the first time i rode on a lift and i was so happy that i rode like 10 10 12 times up up and down up and down i was so happy oh this is something new lift <laughs> and then i for the first time i saw uh, that time uh, they used to sell tickets uh to go inside the airport it was not restrictive like right now uh so you can just buy 10 i think 10 rupees or 5 rupee ticket and just and go inside and uh you know watch people coming out it was basically for people it was like a platform ticket like how they give on station so that you can go in and receive your guest but now that has changed they don't allow visitors to go inside so that was there and then uh the me- most memorable thing which i remember uh from that trip i mean there were a lot of things we went to we went to exhibitions and everything and all those things were new for me i've never seen i'd never seen exhibitions i, I we went to a science park which is still there right uh, uh even after 20 years very popular nico science city i think something like that it's named so that that place also like was very amazing for me it was like a amusement park with science toys and everything so that was very funny uh, that was very good so the funniest thing which happened during that time was uh, we went to a place called kalighat it's a it's a temple uh, very popular uh, and there uh, my mother uh, so i was with my mother and father and my uncle was also there but he was not there that, that time around uh, so we went inside the temple and there was this uh, pujari who came out and Uh, you know you go to all these north indian temples there will be a lot of people surrounding you some people will ask mm-hmm. you for money some people will ask tell you that okay will will uh, you know will do puja for you this puja that puja it will cost this much money so something like that happened and uh, uh, my father got separated not separated he went uh, to buy something or do something uh, with a pujari and then this other pujari was with us so this guy said that after after 5 minutes the other pujari who was with my father who, who he came back and told my mother that uh, your uh, uh, your uh, husband has asked for 100 rupees and that time 100 rupees was a big amount and she said no no uh, why would he send you he would come and take the money himself no no he said give it to me he he is in a puja he cannot come so he said no no he will when when he will come and ask me then only i'll give the money this this pujari got angry said oh what are you saying you are not following your husband's order and i was like <laughs> what is this thing i mean we are from the, from an orthodox family but still we never speak like that oh you should follow your husband's order and all that and i started like making a big scene out of it and then after i think 5 minutes my father came said what happened what happened then then they just carried away you know all those people like they will just hanging around and then so that small incident all i always remember that small incident that uh, how these people uh, you know my mother was a bit intelligent so she didn't give the money but generally how this is how in uh, especially in north indian temples i have not seen this happen in south indian temples but in north indian temples even now they will try to leech off money <laughs> from you so that was a very good journey but this is a small uh, incident which i remember from that uh, time so yeah that was my first one <laughs> yeah no, i i mean 
obviously we, we for the uh, i understand the podcast going to go really long but i will say this much that you know uh, that's one of the reason that you know when people say like uh, why don't you believe in god and i'm like see become you known me for like mm. now almost 8 years i mean these kind of questions people just want those reductive answers i don't believe in god because when i was drinking milk there was no malai or some shit <laughs> or no, some stupidity <laughs> stupid answer it's not like that this it's a very lengthy answer mm. it's not it's answer like how do you love somebody there's no re- there's no answer there's no movie mm. there's the, in the movies there's a movie speech you mm. know how they make fun i'm watching bojack jo uh, uh bojack horseman so they're like oh you want a movie speech so they give you a movie speech <laughs> but life is not a fucking movie speech right life is not a 2 hour 15 minutes uh, without break thing it's it's fucking goes on and on yeah. even fucking covid can't take you so um, i get it that this and this is this is one of the very few reasons if you when you're actually as a child when you're not involved in something mm. right when you're part of it you're like a fly on the wall and you're looking at these things and you see this thing i see these things day in day yeah. out and um, and then you just see this that we the people who call themselves like the gods people like people mm. of sent by and then they do stuff like this and it's just not once they do it oh, you just know they is they doing a job yeah. and and then they're even fleecing you in fact they get happier with you you pay more money get upset with you when it's all about money yeah. it's like it is it's not even like subtle it's so blatant mm. it's so blatant it's just in your face ugly so yeah um, another podcast <laughs> so I'll talk about I'll, now that you went back all the way there. So I'll also go back all the way. Uh, I went to boarding school in 1994. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was 12, and then I think I don't remember when exactly when we went to this trip. I'm talking about, but it could could be either. I think it, we're looking at 95. Mm-hmm. So in winters, and um, we went to Dhanolti. I was in Dehradun, mm-hmm. so uh, we went to Dhanolti, which is further up. So you know, first Masuri comes, and if you keep moving away, mm-hmm. and as you know, if you keep moving up and up in the mountains, yeah. it just keeps getting colder and colder. Yeah. Now, although um, and I had never actually lived anywhere apart from Delhi before I moved to Dehradun, which was colder. Mm-hmm. Masuri is cold, a lot cold, and then winters come in, and then they move us to Dhanolti, and then our school people they were like, it's not like we are some. like you're some fancy people mm. you're just ready for this thing we don't even know what we have to be ready so we just wear whatever we can wear so only when i reach there or when we reach there we actually find that it's actually freakishly cold mm. and then we realize that we don't actually have enough stuff to take care of ourselves i think we had jackets and all but what we did not have is proper you know those gloves and those hoodies mm-hmm. and other things that you need like the actual proper thing and the place we were living in it had no heating mm. Now it feels like a very normal thing, but that was my very first trip. I'm probably in ninth grade or eighth mm-hmm. grade, and uh, there is just, and I feel like, wow, this is like fucking cold. And the only solace that came was actually all the people, all the boys were sleeping in the same room. It's like a hall kind uh-huh. of room, not very big, and we all had sleeping bags. Mm-hmm. So literally, we were just that was one thing that was making people feel warmer <laughs> because of that bodies and uh, bodies. Yeah, I distinctly, like, hopefully, I was not sleeping with another person's sleeping <laughs> bag. Uh, hopefully not. I don't remember, but the bodies definitely. And I remember why, like, we were um, there was not even enough. I think pooping space or whatever it was, but I remember pooping outside. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I had water with me, and. Uh, After I had pooped, and I was like, now I was supposed to like clean up my, you know, you wipe your ass. Mm. Uh, you don't wipe your ass. You just you wash your ass, right? Mm. We're Indian people. Yeah. Now, um, the moment I touch the water, the my fucking the water starts giving me burns on my fucking mm. fingers. So not only is this cold, this is like in the morning because you know when we are in school regiment, we're still like, oh, everybody wakes up at six, get ready. I'm like, fucking hell, this is like <laughs> shitty cold. 
and so this is the first time that was my first experience when i became an englishman a white person mm. and i did not wash uh, my ass <laughs> i actually grabbed a uh, few of the leaves okay. which i could find around uh, the torn leaves or the uh, which had come mm. off and i wiped my ass and i did not wash it because i was like i can't do mm. it and i felt weird about the whole thing <laughs> because it was but my fingers were burning uh. like I don't know if you understand this thing, I know, how, I know. like when it gets really fucking cold it just burns your fucking fingers mm-hmm. it gets that cold because your fingers are already fucking cold yeah, right yeah. so it is just crazy and uh, I remember I think that was very the first time or something that we had seen ice but I really couldn't give a shit it's actually a bit later a year or so later when I saw ice and I actually enjoyed it you know when it's snowing mm. that's the time it's nice but when it's already snowed <laughs> it gets terrible it, yeah. you're slipping on yeah, that yeah, shit yeah. i remember once slipping on the snow because it was like you know all the road was like uh, like uh, the whole it was just covered with snow mm. and it has settled there you slipped i think it was a because we're in the mountain so it's always slope slopes mm. right and so i remember slipping and just sliding down and my hands like because the moment you fall your hands come in to just rescue yeah, right but my hands uh, like hitting the hitting the floor hitting the road and I can feel the fucking burns <laughs> on the like on my uh, on my palms it was just bad like this particular zone mm. you can't see it but you know the just right under the thumb and I was like fuck <laughs> this thing it was just not good I did not enjoy cold I mean right now I'm one person who said I really like winters but I'm going to be prepared but that time I was yeah. not prepared but that was that was just something I remember that was his first trip um i had brain freeze like not like steven smith brain <laughs> freeze i just had like whole body that freeze happens, it was yeah. just one of those um, I never had that experience and uh, I don't think I'll ever have that experience particularly if you will never be that young again and you'll never be like going in with in that scenario yeah, so I think that is another standout experience for me that again I can't explain in a way that people will understand but it's just something that I had never witnessed it was just different it was just so weird and I just I was thinking about it and it came to my memory I actually do not remember much from that trip it was so long ago but when I was writing it down I felt like this trip does uh, you know deserve a mention because it was just something different and that experience i i don't think i can have it that's the whole idea of this trip because i'm not talking about the trips which are like so amazing yeah, yeah, yeah. so this was just uh, that way so yeah that is my second one so yeah uh, mike over to you yeah i mean talking about cold i remember the first time when i went to a place which was sub zero uh, in temperature uh, this was my first trip to us and i was prepared uh because i and this is not the trip i'm going to talk about i j- just remembered because hmm. you mentioned the cold bonus yeah <laughs> bonus bonus story bonus so uh it was in um uh it was near the niagara falls in new york state uh so there was uh, i mean i had to travel for work and uh, since i was going for the first time so i was like yeah i i ha- had heard stories that you should take a shoe which has this very thick sole otherwise your shoe will melt and all that i don't know who told me all that but and then i bought the the thickest jacket i could find and that jacket uh, was from woodlands and it was uh, the ca- canadian flag was there on the on the chest and uh, hmm. i was so prepared and still when i went uh, out of the airport when i reached there and went out of the airport to just see if there are taxis around and what i had done was i i had the jacket on but i had not pulled it up till my throat so my throat was exposed mm. and as as i went out and i think it was minus 20 degree outside i just went out and i felt my throat has you know i i th- i thought that i'm choking 
<laughs> like, <laughs> like, what is this thing? <laughs> what is happening to me? Then I just ran inside. Then I I realized that since my throat was exposed, that's that's the reason it's happening. And uh, yeah, I mean, the <laughs> that was the first time when I felt something which was um, very extraordinary because. we people always say are cold to acha hai winter is nice i mean un- unless you are very old because for old people cold is very difficult to bear so but if you actually uh, experience that amount of cold which you experience in uh, um, like the area which you are talking about the himalayas and the mountain ranges mm-hmm. or in a country like usa where there's no uh, i mean the cold temperature is very cold So yeah, I mean, just got sidetracked. Uh, so yeah, my second story is from uh, my college days, uh, and I used to study in uh, Bhubaneswar uh, in Odisha, Odisha. It's called Odisha now. So yeah, hmm. so uh, I was studying engineering, and uh, I was not doing really well. I think I have already mentioned that in other podcasts. uh so this was in the th- uh, second third year and third year we bought a bike uh we means me and my best friend who is still my uh, best friend uh samir and uh, we both pulled in money and bought a bike for 13000 <laughs> and that bike was i mean i i can do a whole pod- podcast on the bike because it gave, gave us so much trouble <laughs> because for 13000 you can understand how what will be the condition of the bike the bike was very nice it was some honda cbz which was a very nice which was a very nice bike but that bike was second hand third hand i don't know how many hands it had passed on from uh so we bought that bike and uh, we used to uh, use it to go to college and uh, uh, other places in the city so once we decided let's go to puri Puri is also a beach, uh, beach, beach town. Uh, unlike Goa, because Goa is all party place and everything, but Puri is more uh, known for the temple, the Jagannath temple. So, the I mean, you will still find places to party and everything, but it's it's much more subdued. And uh, since it's in North India, closer to uh, Bengal, uh, you will be surprised to see. so many bengalis there all the uh, uh, you know all the homestays and everything are owned by bengali people so yeah anyway so we had the bike and uh, we had the uh, uh, time to uh, you know roam around so we decided let's go to goa and that time i didn't know how to ride the bike like how to operate the bike myself i was still learning mm-hmm. uh, and uh, but samir was very really good and he said don't worry i'll i'll only <coughs> take it uh, most of the time i'll only ride it you just sit besi- behind me and uh, that time again we didn't have much money uh, as i said earlier that i i was also from a very humble uh, i mean very uh, you know middle class background even samir was from a pretty uh, much same middle class background uh and uh, so we were on a very we are we were on very sh- uh, small budget but samir already knew a lot of places because he had been there so he hmm. got a he got uh, he knew about a homestay which was on the other side of the city uh, the town because there were two hmm. sides one side was more touristy lot of bengali tourists lot of north indian tourists so you can understand how the environment will be 
and and then there there was a other side of the town which was more secluded and uh, you would find more uh, foreign travelers in fact i found i uh, i think found a lot of uh, travelers from different countries i even chatted with one italian guy who was a truck driver and mm-hmm. he was staying there for a month and that's why a lot of when people say that a lot of indian tourists come to sorry foreign tourists foreigner tourists uh, come to india it's because it's very cheap for them to stay here for longer period of time so uh, so that was um, so we so that was the first time which where, where i went with someone other than my parents uh, on a trip and uh, that time i didn't used to drink as well and uh, and samir used to drink but yeah he was not like a drunkard or anything and uh, then we went there we stayed there in the homestay and since it was a secluded part of the uh, town it was very nice and while coming back uh, it was uh, it had rained la- uh, before that uh, before that day so there were some uh, wet p- patches in the road so samir said uh, it's a very empty stretch of the way so you ride the bike i'll sit behind you so i said yeah fine <laughs> and uh, so i started riding and then suddenly what happened is there was a, a puddle in front uh, on the road so i wanted to avoid that puddle so i bra- uh, i applied the brake and instead of applying the uh, back uh, the uh, uh, brake on the back side i applied the front brakes and since mm-hmm. i was a noob <laughs> newbie i didn't know that you shouldn't apply the front brakes uh, uh, very suddenly and it, that also was a disc brake which is which is uh, like a more stronger brake so i applied it and the road was also uh, you know slippery so we slipped <laughs> my left leg completely got uh, bruised and uh, this guy didn't get much uh, didn't i mean he since he was sitting behind he didn't get hurt much but my left leg was completely bruised my pant was torn and uh, and i was like oh, what happened first time i actually fell from the bike fell from a bike uh, and uh, then some said oh no worry no worries this happens this is part of learning <laughs> and then from there it was i think uh, still 50 to 60 kilometers left and my uh, he cleaned my wound i mean i he helped me clean my wound and uh, with water and everything and then in in that same condition we rode for 60 kilometers and then reached uh, reached back to our place in bhubneshwar and uh, and i was really upset that oh i fell and bike also got damaged a bit and this guy was saying no don't worry dude this is this is very normal if you if you don't fall you won't uh, know how to ride the bike and i was like that thing stuck me uh, for all the time because whenever i try something new i always remember that that incident and uh, how nonchalant he was samit about the the whole thing that okay don't worry you fell down nothing happens it, this is the part of learning and uh, it's a very small story it's i mean uh, but that thing actually gave me a lot of strength to uh you know go uh, go through that whole college period because the college period was very difficult for me i've already mentioned this in my uh, in older podcast so yeah that was a very small trip 
but that incident uh, stuck with me for a long long time yeah i think as i know you i think you always come across as one of the most non challenged person yeah. <laughs> uh, to me you're like you know relax maybe that definitely had some yeah. impact samin has that's how you said there's impact a, yeah yeah some instances some people actually have dynamic impact on people i also try to be more non challenged being with you but then i'm like doesn't work very well <laughs> doesn't work very well. i try it doesn't work very well that way so i think um, another uh, i going to talk again briefly again going back to goa which is like back to back but i had really two very interesting trips mm-hmm. in 2009 2010 I actually went five years straight like 9 10 11 12 13 mm-hmm. then i went last i think 19 early 19 did i go i, I don't remember was it 18 or 19 i just mixing up in my head now i'm going again so that's something i think that's going to be another memorable yeah. trip that's i'm just like yeah. you know saying it bef- uh, beforehand but uh, 2010 was something different was i i'll we reached there on 24th night mm-hmm. we went in train and uh, just the same way which we went in train in 2009 this time also we went in train and uh, it was colder this time i don't know or maybe i remember as much more colder mm-hmm. we didn't have any uh, blankets or anything because you and we were traveling in the regular um, sleeper mm-hmm. class and then we didn't have any and it was just fucking cold mm-hmm. so we finally did it and you know as you know it takes almost 28 30 hours mm-hmm. the train says 28 it takes 30 hours <laughs> so it took 30 hours yeah. we reached there somehow and then we went to uh, we had a place for us mm-hmm. but then there were some huge screw up i think i've talked about this in another podcast or something but we lost that place so we were a bunch of like um, eight people or something like mm-hmm. that and uh, it was just crazy and then eventually i was traveling with uh, my girlfriend so mm-hmm. we decide we decided that we'll just find a place for ourselves and then uh, because there was a bit of a problem like not a flare complete a blow out of proportion mm. but there was something that people were like that was the reason we lost that bungalow that we had uh, rented okay. and there was a problem some money issues happened with people which was stupidity eventually all, they all idiots ended up paying much more <laughs> money so um, but so me and i like when we had actually landed at that time somehow they were they gave us the room for that day they the bungalow for that day so it was uh, new years sorry it was christmas so mm-hmm. uh as the person i was dating she was christian so we straight away went like i think we got changed very quickly just stressed and went to the church which is completely different for me and it was like we we're just standing in the church it was just like you know straight away you reach goa and then you next thing you know is you in the church and everybody celebrating christmas yeah. and I, i i you know as you was like witnessing i'm always like monitoring because this isn't there i have no interest to be mm-hmm. there but i'm noticing i'm like this is so much different and that's why in a way i always and again it's like sounds stupid because again at the end of the day i feel all the religions have their own symbolies yeah, yeah. but some things i always feel right like you know in church everybody is wearing skirt like everybody is dressed mm. up so everybody is wearing sh- skirts and everybody is wearing dresses and that stuff which we like look down upon in like in a in a mosque mm. or something forget about mosque in a in a temple mm. uh, temple as i mean like the the hindu temple not the uh, jewish temple mm-hmm. so uh, same thing but in in churches people dress up yeah. people wear shoes so all the stupid shit that we keep talking oh yeah no we have to wear shoes it's a god what is the shoes has to do with the god mm-hmm. how are you supposed to take a shower i don't there was no pani in the house what can i do like shower <laughs> like you know shower is something what rich people do like you know poor people how the poor people going to take a shower so i i like that part remember that standing there looking at like this is the way it should be you got to worship somebody what is a shoe or your hair 
tied up or not tied up what is your cleavage or your legs have to do with god god doesn't give a shit everybody came naked right then uh, we uh, like i remember uh, walking around randomly we had to next day find a house before like at 2 pm or something before uh, we had to like get like get going from that uh, bungalow mm-hmm. and then we randomly is like, walking around and we saw another bungalow and we're like this is a nice place and we're like yeah, yeah. i was like and we live in delhi yeah. right so we we don't talk to people we're like you know we how anti social uh, and weird yeah. we become and i was like why don't we ask this person that if uh, whosoever house lady whosoever is there that they give something on rent mm-hmm. like and i was so ridiculous why would somebody <laughs> and it was like it was not a hotel it was just a house yeah. and then guess what happened she did give <laughs> place her place on rent and we obviously later on find found out that a lot of people do uh. and uh, then she happened to have somebody cancelled uh because it was like christmas time mm-hmm. so it was all busy so somebody had cancelled and we got a room and it was the cheapest room we were getting rooms for like 3000 and she gave it to us for like 1000 mm-hmm. uh so we were just really lucky and in fact this time again I'm and I've still uh I still always whenever I go to goa I always stay with the same lady's house mm-hmm. and this is my seventh time I'll be going there and this is sixth time straight because first time I was I didn't stay with her I stayed in fact I stayed near her place okay. and that's how we were wandering around there and uh, then this is again we're going to be staying at her place only and she's one of the most kindest people uh-huh. and one of the person who's never going to try to fleece you that's why when she knew that everybody's charging more she just charges us like very reasonable price because she doesn't she's not a business person and she's very nice so somebody i really really care for and uh, so yeah i'm going to see her again later this month so but th- that part and uh, couple of things that i remember from that trip was just uh, apart from the personal stuff which i can't really mm-hmm. share it just so i'm just finding it a bit awkward to talk today uh, otherwise normally i'm like very open and direct but it just it just it's just weird man yeah. so but i remember couple of things i've written down that i can probably share the church was thing was there. other thing was like you know i realized that in in goa the as we call speed breakers in delhi mm. they don't call it speed breakers they call it rumblers okay. and such it's like speed breaker sounds like such a rough <laughs> crude word but rumblers it sounds like you know you want to roll on them <laughs> rumblers it used to say rumbler like massaging chair <laughs> like yeah i know yeah exactly so it when you walking right it says rumbler ahead i was like wow fucking speed breakers become rumblers it's like you know just the way the popcorn became like oh nice they got in a packet chocolate popcorn and they sell for like 250 bucks yeah, yeah, yeah. i was like oh, the one you buy 350 bucks for popcorn i used to fucking give 1 rupee for popcorn when i was growing up so and then there was this one last thing i'll say this there was this one specific light mm-hmm. it was like a street light we used to walk from baga to kalangot back and forth and we used to take the back alley and there was this light the moment you pass the light you were like it was always on and the moment you we would pass that light it would switch off <laughs> okay he would just switch <laughs> off and then one day we coming in other time and then it was off and then as we walked it switched on and that fucking creepy <laughs> shit happened several times and every time we would pass that place because it was like a common uh, like route mm. and we were all, every time we doing this in the evening and we again I was there for like 8 days i always go to goa for like at least 7 days yeah. apart from the last time i think we were there 5 days for short but uh, it was a freaky keep creepy thing and uh, even today this time i'll go there look at that light i'm not <laughs> sure that light probably is fixed right now but creepily it would just go off or come on mm. and we used to walk through there but that's one trip i i don't think i'll ever forget that's 2010 <laughs> so the, yeah over to you then yeah okay uh yeah uh, <laughs> I, i had a list so i'm just thinking which one so okay i'll talk about the bed bugs <laughs> bed bugs i love bed bugs 
so this was uh, i forgot that uh, i didn't mention the timeline for the last story so that was around 2006 um, the puri story where i fell down the, from the mm. bike uh, so this was uh, in bangalore uh, and after i moved to bangalore i moved to bangalore in 2010 so it would be i think 2011 and my parents had come to visit me and i was not married at that time obviously and uh, so we planned for a trip uh, to nearby places so generally you know in uh, there'll be buses there'll be uh, agents travel agents who will have package tours that for two days uh, will take you to these these places and uh, you just play a flat rate and then uh, you can and there'll be a bus which will take you all to all those places so basically a t- tour package so we took a tour package to uh uh, uh to bandipur uh, uh to mysore then to bandipur i mean bandipur there was we were, were not staying so bandipur is like a, a national park very big national park and uh, then uti and then back to bangalore <coughs> so we had to uh, stay in uh, mysore for a day then go to uti and then same night we would come back to bangalore it was and i didn't know that it was a bad idea <laughs> because it mm. uti is very far from here so it will be very tiring and that's not the way to travel anywhere and i w- and this is a cautionary tale <laughs> basically <laughs> so uh, if you're going somewhere takes take some days so that you can experience that place so basically we had this uh, crazy uh, tour package of two days where, where we were going to mysore and then uti uti is in tamil nadu oh, and uti you would have seen in lot of movies as well so uh, and then come back to bangalore so uh, everything went well till we went to uti and we spent 3 uh, 4 hours in uti and then the bus started coming back from uti back to bangalore and uh, the bus which took us to uti was different and the bus which was taking us f- back from uti was different because um, the road which they took uh, you cannot take a bigger bus on that road because it's all mountain mountain road so you need to have a mm-hmm. certain kind of smaller vehicle smaller buses so uh, i don't know whether that has changed now but that was the case in 2011 uh, particularly particularly on that route i think there are multiple routes to go to oti uh, so anyway <clears throat> so while coming back uh, it was already very late uh, and i think uh, it was around uh, after we had uh, our dinner at 8 o'clock or something and then uh, it was it was supposed to be a straight a uh, journey uh, with few breaks in between to bangalore and we would have reached bangalore at 6 o'clock in the morning 6 or 7 o'clock mm-hmm. and uh, then strange thing uh, strange things have started happening uh, that bus was very old and it was not well maintained so it had bed bugs in the in the seats so everyone was getting beaten uh, bitten <laughs> beaten bitten uh, and i also got uh, bitten and there were certain seats where there were no bed bugs but you know how bed bugs works uh, it is very easily transferable if you have those bugs mm-hmm. if you sit Slack. somewhere it, those bugs will transfer so basically the whole thing was infested the whole bus was infested and um, everyone was very 
uh, obviously you can't it, it had been a very la- a long journey as i said and uh, everyone wanted to sleep for a time so for some time including me and my parents and uh, but no big bed bugs won't let you sleep at all and uh, then it start we everyone started getting irritated but no one had the courage to say anything right it's night and everything but i really got irritated my mo- because my mother was getting bitten a lot and uh, my mm-hmm. my parents are really very uh, are uh, i mean they they tend to uh, you know stay in a very clean environment they don't like all these all these things so they were really irritated and then i also got irritated then i had enough and i told the driver to stop the bus and and i said give call your uh, boss and uh, tell him that send a new bus right there and i think it was around 1 o'clock in the morning or late night mm-hmm. and uh, this guy was like no no I, this is not possible not it can't happen and all that said it's okay you don't you don't don't need to take any decision you just call your boss so they called the boss whoever was the travel agent and uh, i started speaking to him and that guy started abusing me <coughs> said mm-hmm. i mean all you know fancy <laughs> abuses and uh, said i will leave you there you will have to come yourself you i won't do anything and all that and and uh, i was angry but then i understood that this 2011 right there's not much uh, mm-hmm. uh, internet around and all those things and i was angry but i still realized that if they leave us here and in the middle of the night we can't do anything right so mm-hmm. i uh, i mean i i mean there was no nothing else i was really irritated really enraged uh, i also abused him he also abused me but eventually there was nothing he he could have also done right at 1 o'clock in the you can't send a bus from bangalore and i also was like okay nothing can be done let's go there at least it's a it's a, a learning and this is this has been my uh, you know thing that if something goes wrong i also i take it in my stride and think that this is a learning you have to learn from this and then i came mm-hmm. back and from that day i never went to all those tour packages and now when all these things are uh, taken over by internet internet operate i mean operators are uh, you, uh, you know all those bigger players all the yatra and everything are coming up and they are taking over these businesses a lot of people feel bad as local businesses businesses are going away and all that, all that. but i always think that this is happening for the right for uh, right reason because if you are not treating your customers right you are going to be taken over by these people and this is this serves you right and i there are a lot of other businesses uh, who were local businesses they have al- also uh, gone to uh, you know internet on uh, on the web and now they have to provide customer care because there is always reviews and everything you can post on facebook you can post everywhere twitter and everything so now customer service has generally improved in india still still far far away from western countries but compared to what it was 10 years back now it has very really improved and i really don't feel bad uh, when these smaller businesses who were shit to their customers uh, are taken over by this big corporation so that was something <laughs> which i wanted to say <laughs> yeah i have a lot to say on that but obviously we can't talk about it but i think what you said was like i mean i don't even know where to start on this thing but i'll just say that i mean you're a customer and they give you bad bad bugs and then they abuse yeah. you that's the kind of country that we live yeah. in and when people say oh you're just you just hate everybody 
yeah, just because Bikram, you don't really say a lot of stuff a lot of time, but I'm just saying like, you see it, yeah. right? It's just shit. I mean, how on earth did you just pay money to get fucking abused mm. and got bitten? And by the way, you mispronounced beaten, but I think you were getting beaten <laughs> as well. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure you're getting bitten, beaten, everything. But this is the kind of culture it was where before, like, you know, when you when, when I buy something from Amazon, if I don't like it, they, you just click a button it's like any reason it's like I don't want mm. it okay bye you knew next thing maybe I message five seconds later you ne- your money will be put mm. back in your bank very soon in two working days then your bank might take another day or so thank you for uh, uh, shopping with us mm. something dude people used to say oh I need a real shop you take it back it's like my mother just bought a stuff it doesn't work she takes it back she's like oh subah subah tam wapis dete fareh ka achha nahi hota hai come back later in the evening also din mein aoge to wapis replacement nahi milega aap kuch aur khareed lo isliye what the fuck I don't want to buy anything I just Jesus Christ my your products don't work so uh, 100% right what you just said yeah. okay coming back to this thing um, so let's I think time to move away from uh, Goa and Thanaldi <laughs> so yeah. uh, I think I will say that I'm going to talk about two quick ones because I was just not sure which one to pick. So I said, let's just quickly talk about it. And I'm not, I can't get into too much detail, but I lived in Ahmedabad for a little bit in 2006. Uh, when I say lived, I, you have to be somewhere for more than three months. That's why I uh. feel you should, otherwise you should just be a tourist. Yeah. So I was there for around four months, I believe. Four, four, not five, I think four months. And uh, that's where I met uh, Baba Sanket. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, we had nice chats and i used to live in in a pg they were all engineering students mm. um, and i think third year and uh, then i came back to delhi and i think it was 2007 when i went there again and i that's when i actually ended up watching this movie also which is completely off track but uh, jab we met okay. and uh, so in amdavad and uh, that's when and that trip I went which I didn't think much because I was just I was living in Ahmedabad before and I was hanging around all these guys and then I remember once Sanket was like oh you let's I think I don't remember exact dialogue but I was like let's I'll come back and see you guys mm-hmm. because they were in their fourth year and they were leaving mm-hmm. and that's the time just before I was leaving like that movie DDLJ mm-hmm. I realized that uh, you know in that movie in the first half you don't actually realize they're falling in love or something mm-hmm. and it was about to leave I think I was there for two three days and when I was about to leave and I just realized that I I think this is this guy is my best friend and mm. uh, and it's been what from 2006 I met in 2007 I realized this thing we realized it and now it's 2020 uh, and he's still been my best friend I've had two best friends in between apart from mm. him but they were they were very close but it's like more like uh, more like you know those romance and mm. fire and then you and fizzles off uh the one guy I already talked to you about and there was another girl also yeah. who's my very close friend no nothing romantic but just genuinely my best friend and then uh, fizzled out but then with baba it stayed all this while mm. uh, for like last 14 years and that is like true love situation so yeah that's uh that was trip i i hardly ever rem- I remember anything about that trip mm. i do remember we they used to because it's amdavad they are students so we was to all of them would just get some drinks and very very cheap liquor because you know it's illegal mm-hmm. so you can get and you're student so you're already poor then you have to get illegal so you have to pay twice or thrice the money so like you know they would buy something which was cost like 200 bucks that time and they would pay like 600 mm-hmm. so we would get the cheapest fucking worst stuff and they will mix anything these people will mix fucking rum with whiskey <laughs> no sorry rum with beer yeah. these guys will like do anything and they like they just they will drink anything so i remember like all of us were just sitting on the terrace on the on the roof and everybody just like sitting against the wall and drinking and just there's music and it was just it was just nice mm. and uh, when i walk into the apartment they would be like 
25 pairs of shoes there man it was just crazy so and the other trip which i just uh, juxtaposing with this thing again i don't want to talk about much of the trip but it was uh, 2011 i believe mm. if not 12 i think it's definitely 11 i had a big fight with my with a girl i was dating and then uh, i went in january and i've gone 10 times straight uh, last year is the only year i didn't go to jaipur literature festival and now next year it's not happening it's happening but i think online. it's just going to be yeah. online so that's that's not happening <laughs> so uh, So that was the and I I went to Jaipur Literature Festival and then uh, my girlfriend showed up just out of the blue mm-hmm. uh, from Delhi and that's something which is like and particularly see it's not only just travel all the way there also the fact that we were fighting mm-hmm. and I just didn't expect that so I was like that's something I never uh, forget because that is something uh, has never again happened mm-hmm. so that was another memorable instance so those two trips like when I realized this guy this guy is my best friend. and uh, this i was like suddenly somebody just surprises you like say all right i'm here <laughs> i was like okay this did not ex- i wasn't expecting that there's actually a song called i wasn't expecting that it's a very nice okay. song um it's uh, so yeah we cannot uh, play because so yeah, the, that rap and just yeah, yeah i'm just going to uh, give the mic back to you so yeah <laughs> okay uh, and they left with one yeah. then yeah okay so i think uh, yeah now uh, i'll move to another country <laughs> uh, all these stories yeah. were uh, about india so i mean i have a lot of stories from india as well but uh, I, uh, let's bring some variety <laughs> so uh, hmm. this is the trip or this is a work trip right but uh, when you are going to some a place like brazil even for work it's exciting right and this was the <laughs> this was the first time when i was going out of the country and i think i started the podcast with a story where i was going first time i was going to a big city and this is the first time i'm going to a different country and generally when people travel to different country they go to uh america australia and europe and everything but no one goes to brazil <laughs> it's very rare and i uh, apart from rich people or business people yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i mean yeah and even even or football players even for tra- <laughs> even for travel uh i don't think a lot of indians uh i mean people go to brazil people go to south america but comparatively it's very less and i that's what i've realized well when i went there as well because in any other a uh, foreign country you will find lot of indians but uh, in south america uh, you will not find many indians especially in a place like brazil so anyway so this was the first time when i was going out and uh, and i have lot of stories from there but i'll just briefly talk about like uh, uh, how i felt uh, and uh, you know uh, the first time when i landed i still remember I said to myself oh this is how a foreign country feels like or looks like and uh, oh, yeah. it's uh, when you first enter and I went to Sao Paulo Sao Paulo <laughs> I have I have this habit of saying Sao Paulo because when I went there we always say Sao Paulo but when you stay there no one says Sao Paulo it's it's called Sao Paulo so uh, hmm. so anyway so there uh, when i first landed uh, brazil uh, went to sao paulo sao paulo is like a bit like mumbai uh, you have very rich areas and you have very uh, very poor areas and when you la- land like mumbai uh, you will see a lot of favelas or the shanties uh, mm-hmm. while you are coming out of the airport i think airport is very outside of the city but when you are coming out you will see large canals and there will be a lot of shanties and everything so very very much like mumbai 
and the difference was that you go anywhere in the world if you speak english you can get by right uh, unless you go to a very uh, you know very uh, interior areas in india but you can still get by uh, you can talk some some words are very common and everything but in brazil uh, and i also mentioned this in the in the netflix uh, documentary review which i did that no one speaks english they don't like speaking english english because they ha- really really hate americans uh for various reasons yeah. <laughs> because they meddle a lot and uh, and so they don't like to speak english they don't want to learn english uh, obviously this has been changing because if you don't learn english you can't earn money anymore uh but that time uh, and this is i'm talking about 2015 so uh hmm. yeah so that time i went there and then i uh, landed there and it was such a huge uh, shock for me uh, not only because of this place was because uh, it was like a normal uh, big city uh, sao paulo because we were living in the uh, uh, you know the major hub of this uh, business hub of the city <coughs> and uh, so mm. i was living in a in a hotel and uh, i thought that it will not be expensive i i was thinking that i'll save some money because generally when people go outside that's the thought that they will save some money which they get from the company because companies generally pay more when you go outside for uh, various uh, you know things and people save money but but brazil was so expensive and i think that is one of the reason why people don't go there it's the economy mm. is really inflated the value of the of their currency is really inflated so it's very expensive i think that time i don't know i never i have not checked now but that time uh one uh, their currency uh, was like 25 rupees so it was almost half of the us dollar uh which is very surprising because if you see economically they are very similar to us so um yeah so then i went there and like no one was speaking english you cannot understand anything which people are talk speaking around you is, which is a very strange thing it is very difficult to experience this in today's life because this we are so globalized everyone speaks english everyone everyone understands you but there uh, but if you are in some place where everyone is talking about something and you don't understand a thing because unlike us when we speak even when we speak hindi we speak a lot of english words uh we use a lot of english words mm-hmm. but but these those people they don't use a single english word even the counting is done in in portuguese so so it is very difficult uh but the most amazing thing which i remember was not i mean there are a lot of things which happened in brazil which i can talk about but this is one of the funniest thing which happened when i was coming back from brazil and that time i had a good did i mention this earlier i don't remember but i had a goatee and i was thinner hmm. and i had much uh, much more hair compared to now better put that picture <laughs> <laughs> yeah if i had the picture if i have the picture i'll put it so Find while it. coming while uh, when i when we landed in uh, mumbai uh, there was this plain cloth person hanging around the area the the arrivals area and when i took my luggage and i was going out this guy just came and stopped me and said uh, where are you coming from i said the brazil said oh why did you go there uh, work i said did you buy any diamonds there i said diamonds <laughs> what are you talking about i hardly saved 20000 rupees from the on the whole trip like 
no uh then he said can i check your bags I said yeah go ahead then the person who had come with me because i was not i didn't go alone i went with some with a senior so that guy noticed that i am speaking to this guy and I, that guy was from customs or police department some i don't know which uh, which part but then uh, my senior came and asked me what happened and i said i don't know he's asking about diamonds and stuff and then uh, that that guy was more senior so he was looking more elderly and everything right so then he understood that okay this is not this is not something this is not something where uh, these kind of things are involved and then i realized that okay uh what has actually happened there was another guy on the flight who who was indian and he was traveling from brazil there was just one couple who was on that flight the boy mm. was indian and the girl was probably brazilian and that guy looked really like you know those people who are diamond uh, they mean studs and everything and that brazilian girl was also wearing very skimpy clothes and uh, hmm. then i realized that probably he was looking for that person because they would have got some tip that someone is traveling like that and then and i also had some kind of a i mean similar kind of look and uh, then when he realized that i'm not that person then he started looking for that that person and probably he was doing some kind of uh, carrying some kind of contraband or something i don't know but <laughs> but like okay at least something something <laughs> someone uh, they took mistook me for a smuggler or something <laughs> so that was one incident yeah that happens as you know already recently in bombay people also mistook me for a smuggler as well for a small dealer as <laughs> well or who, who actually peddles drugs on the road right <laughs> so god stop for that it's another story for another time <laughs> i suppose but yeah that, that happened yeah. very recently i was like oh that hasn't happened because of the color of my skin <laughs> and because i speak but that happened but it was very cordial so that was fine so all right my last uh, final mm. little story whatever i can share about that this is i'm also moving out of the country mm-hmm. now because i deliberately try to stay within the country yeah. uh, weirdly enough actually i've not uh, although i was really away for a long time i was not into travel yeah. so i was just i realized that so yeah. i went like i was I, i moved to like went to sydney and couple of other places adelaide and other places i'm like but those not travel like i was like yeah whatever man so that was like that so but yeah uh, the one trip i really remember uh, was in 20, 2005 mm-hmm. uh, into gold coast which is uh, something i genuinely remember because it was not the fact that we were in the surfers paradise which was a very nice mm-hmm. place and there was a beach is amazing then we went to all the also this amazing beach which is like the best beach ever ever i have ever mm-hmm. seen and these guys uh, we were in that um, uh, in the what do you call that boat it's not a boat it's not a yacht it's just in between what those um, Mm. And anyway these people took us there and then they sent us there they said like we'll just you can only stay here for like 20 30 minutes or something okay. like that so then we came back but that beach i still have pictures from that beach but it was just amazing it's actually still on the wall <laughs> so but i don't remember the name of the beach but it was just like the sand like you know there's really good be- think of the best beach and the best sand that you ever had and 
multiply that by five. <laughs> so it was that good. So I live in Australia, right? So I know the beaches yeah. are amazing. They're like really amazing. Apart from the commercial beaches, like the commercial beaches, people say, this is gutter. Yeah. Then you come to Bombay, it's like, if that was gutter, what the fuck <laughs> is this thing? <laughs> so I used to live in like Melbourne, there's St. Kilda Beach, which is like the Juhu mm. thing, like in Bombay. People's like, just St. Kilda, it's so fucking commercialized, it's so fucking shit. And then you, now if you're from Bombay, you go to St. Kilda, you're like, oh, this clean <laughs> beach is so clean. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but that beach was like, it was because it was, nobody used to go there and, uh, uh, you would just leave it mm. there. Um, I'm just fucking, my brain freeze. Like, what do you call those things? They're like, you know, they take you, you go to those uh, uh, rivers and there's like all these boats they take you. But then call it boat or yacht. Yacht seems fancy. Boat seems like, it's not ferry, which is one of those things that just take okay. you. Uh, just my brain is just like not working. So, um, some all those things are obviously there. But yeah, but it, why I remember is because that was the only uh, time I actually traveled with somebody I was going to get, uh, was very close with. I was uh, going to get married later mm. on. So, which we did not get yeah. married, obviously, unless I'm not, I'm not telling you all these years <laughs> <laughs> apart from that. So, but that is something I really remember a lot. Uh, and uh, we went to obviously the dream world, which is like the Disneyland of Gold Coast uh -huh. and also the sanctuary where we, I click picture with all the koalas and the, and harassing all the um, <laughs> kangaroos getting close. I have those pictures. <laughs> and he has and, seen. Uh, I post with a lot. Yeah, pose with a lot of uh, pose with on Bollywood style, which is all my fault, not her fault. So, and and it was raining there. It never rains in Gold Coast, and then it started fucking raining when I was there. <laughs> like just of all the times, and then we went to all the shitty malls there, which was probably built in 1970s. But now they actually renovated all those malls. Okay. But that time I was like, what? What happened here, man? <laughs> which which country did we just land in? This is like so old. The malls are like so old. It was just crazy. So, but it was not all those things I remember. It's just, uh, but the best part was that. I do not even have the greatest memories from that thing. And I can't talk about a lot mm. of things, but if people really want to know, then you can read my book, which has a lot more details on that. And, uh, but I realized then, just the way I realized in 2007, when I met Baba, when went back to Ahmedabad, that he, this guy is my best mm. friend. Or uh, the same way, I, I have better memories, just like, just hanging out with a regular, mm. like normally, like, you know, pajamas. We used to live together in the, uh, you know, on campus in Monash University. Yeah. Uh, and I have even I had even better time than I was traveling. You know how people like oh let's travel, let's go to a restaurant, let's go. That's the time people have like there all the pictures mm -hmm. and memories. But my memories are just just in regular terms. So what I'm trying to say is that when you really really love somebody, when you really like somebody, your memories are not based on a background mm -hmm. or a pizza or a nice plate or a nice place. Yeah. You just like that person, and that's how my entire mind used to light up when I used to see her yeah. and I remember that and people like what is love and again if it's a filmy moment I will tell you like that is what you feel when just somebody's walking towards you and you just feel like wow then you feel just really good about that and also that you not read my book so I think I'm obviously now I have to be disappointed but I really hope you get on it yeah. uh, and because you'll finish it very quickly but those are things that will happen but yeah that is something I, I definitely remember as I said it was not the greatest trip I ever mm -hmm. had uh, but that's the only time I traveled with her, so that is very close to me for that because of that. So yeah, that's my final story for the day without me getting any more emotional or involved <laughs> with that. Yeah, I can understand. Yeah. So off to you. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Go okay. on. Don't say anything. <laughs> yeah. So I think uh, last one I had a couple of them, but uh, since Samir was part of one of the stories, so I'll I'll include a story which again features him, and uh, yeah. this is in 2017 and uh, this is in Chicago and uh, very unlikely uh, 
thing which happened with us because i'll tell you uh, i have already said again and again that i didn't had a great time in my college uh, years and same goes for samir in in fact he even had a ter- more terrible time than me and uh, he and uh, i mean i don't want to reveal lot of it because i don't know how comfortable he will be <laughs> but uh, there were times when people used to point uh, to uh, like give us give our example that how big failures we are right in 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 our batch and uh, they used to always say that these people will never do anything and uh, because we used to you know not go to colleges a lot college a lot and then we used to fail in lot of subjects and somehow we managed to pass <laughs> so there is this always this uh, saying right that if you don't score good enough marks uh, you will be will be a failure in the life in the in, in your life right whether it's your 10th or your 12th or your uh, engineering and i 10th i had good marks 12th i didn't have very great marks and engineering also i somehow passed uh, and uh, you know somehow got a job and uh, i was actually luckier than samir he had to struggle a lot he had he actually worked in jobs which only paid 5000 a month which is nothing mm-hmm. for a uh, engineering graduate right and uh, then uh, we passed in 2008 and then 9 uh, years forward uh this was a coincidence that i was also near chicago i was working in indiana and then samir also used to live in michigan so if you know the geography then michigan and indiana are really close to uh chicago so we planned that let's meet in chicago and uh i also came and he and he's as i said that he's very comfortable with bikes and cars and he i came uh on a train and that time i was married uh, my wife was also with me and uh, mm-hmm. so that was the first time when i took a train in uh, in america because generally in america you travel by car or flight trains are not really popular mode of transportation there but it was a really good experience uh, the train was really good and it was re- that old fashioned thing where the the ticket collector would come out of the train uh, in in a station and he would bring a stool for you to uh you know enter the train so it was a very nice experience to travel in the train uh in a in a western country uh but it's not about the train it's about when we met in chicago and uh a, a, in the evening we sat uh around uh, uh, sat in a nice place nice restaurant uh near the pier uh so if you go to chicago there is i mean the, the pier area is very popular a very happening place in the night mm-hmm. so we sat there and we we just were chatting and then we just thought about the college days and how uh, you know miserable we were at that time and how people used to make uh, fun of us and give examples of us that this is how failure looks <laughs> and send nine years forward we are sitting in a nice restaurant in chicago having a chilled beer and talking uh, and you know uh, posting our pictures on uh, facebook and everything and that's that's what life is all about 
it's not about failures on in you know at certain point because the failures will not stop you if you if you are doing your work properly if you are doing and and we we are not special people right i'm not saying that i made it big in my life and i like achieved something but i'm just saying that even though i had miserable time in my 12th and my engineering and and if anyone any student is listening to the podcast uh, maybe somewhere down the line your life oh they are they are yeah your life doesn't stop uh in your college or your life doesn't end because of uh, uh because of bad marks in in your college or in your school because you still have lot of things to do in your life after after you have passed out after you have graduated i mean again passed out is not the right I word know. to use but uh, that is something which i always tell people a lot of because a lot of students come to me to uh, for uh, advice and everything uh, how sh- how 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 should i tackle my studies and i just say that in, try to enjoy your studies because that's what we didn't do we didn't enjoy our studies we it felt like a uh, you know struggle for us and that's why we had the, the, that miserable time and there were a lot of factors because a uh, uh, lot of factors why that happened but i always tell people that you do what you enjoy try to enjoy don't worry about marks because marks are nothing i have i am i am a example samir is an example that marks are nothing eventually you will reach your destination you will reach where you want to go if you just enjoy what you are doing and this is is this goes for us as well right we are doing this hardly 10 12 people are watching uh, after we hmm. uh, you know a lot of time yeah, yeah but we are enjoying it that's why we are doing we are setting aside so such a long time and then doing it so uh, eventually since we are talking about trips and uh, uh, i thought this will be a good one to end it uh, end the podcast with and uh, yeah i hope that we also reach somewhere with this <laughs> eventually yeah i think i'll just say that two things that some people who uh, because uh, we apologize for naming the podcast trip because there are some people like i watched this thing you didn't get any information about the trips <laughs> <laughs> because they were like they were looking for the joint things uh, <laughs> weed and hash trips but that didn't happen they were like what the hell is this thing the same people who read uh, to kill a mockingbird could not find <laughs> about killing Or, a mockingbird um... not very happy <laughs> So yeah, yeah, they're just having a very tough time. Trust me, I've had the tough time. Also, other thing I would say, Bikram, that um, I did not know exactly about. I don't even know Bik- Samir. I don't even like. I right now I can't even picture his mm. picture him. Also, like you, I probably have to see his picture. But I think a lot of time you just did not have a good time. Not because you scored badly, but because those assholes who all those assholes actually just let everybody know have died of COVID <laughs> right now. Who's ever thought you guys are failures? <laughs> but these are the people who made you feel miserable, not your scores, mm, yeah. because. the same thing happens like because i was in australia right like a lot of people would get shit scores but they would just enjoy mm-hmm. but if those assholes just the way were there and just making them feel like shit because you're like losers then they would have also felt shit about themselves yeah. so i think all those people who think like forget about it just because you score better other people don't score better let everybody enjoy because of you because you were stronger mm-hmm. right but this is how some people just kill themselves and become so depressed for the rest of their life also never actually end up getting any job or actually 
reaching any kind of potential yeah. because they think they're losers because everybody says so they got shit yeah. scores so they're losers that 5000 job that Samir got they get stuck on that and they never mm. move forward from that then because then after that it just the life spirals in the wrong way yeah. and because of assholes who just bully other people just because they you know study like a fucking nerd and they score better than mm. other people so yeah and i think a, a great learning and couple of things that we were we had in this thing uh, so yeah, I'm looking forward to my next trip, which I think is definitely going to be one memorable trip for me as well. Hopefully, unless I uh, become a murderer, but <laughs> if the price is right, then it's okay. So uh, uh, on that, because you know Dexter has been over for a long time, so somebody needs a new Dexter right now. Didn't and, start uh, again. If you really like that, or it's did it start yeah, again? Yeah, starting again. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> that guy is like oh, I'm just bored. I think he's probably really killing people right now. So all right, I'm just really concerned. My camera will uh, ah, yeah. go off. I in fact got up in between to just check uh, if it's working or not. So on that note, uh, keep watching. We'll be doing more podcasting next one we're doing is social dilemma yeah which is very that's interesting that's the documentary yeah. mo- mo- movie documentary which we're shooting on sunday so that should be out next week as well and that will be interesting that's about how social network uh, or social media is actually you know destroying our life and they're doing it deliberately and they love it how much they love it they get orgasms <laughs> by trying to destroy us and making money and killing us that's their that's their total motive so on that note enjoy and if you're traveling somewhere travel safe as well if you don't travel safe well there'll be one less person <laughs> maybe if you're traveling with more than more less people i'm happy about that all the more so yeah on that note amazing uh, thing i said take care have a good evening this is gav and this is big yep. enjoy whatever you're doing and stay safe maybe hopefully bye bye